Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. Number one, as Paul said in the book of Ephesians, that the two shall become one new man. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Standing with Israel is the father of all blessings. So get ready for God's wisdom, favor, anointing, and blessing. Now let's get into today's message. Open your Bibles up this morning to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. And I want to talk to you about Bible prophecy. But I didn't just sit down the last couple of weeks and write this about Bible prophecy and signs of the coming of the Messiah. Can I say this to you? I think we're closer to the rapture than we even realize. I think we're close. I think it's, we're close. But in saying that, I believe that if the Lord will give us some time, that the scriptures tell us that in the last days, he will pour, say pour. He will pour out of his spirit. There's going to be signs and wonders and miracles. There's going to be a great financial revival. Then I wrote this before the coronavirus, before the economic crisis, before the isolation, before all the, the, the craziness that's going on. When you see these things begin to happen, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. What Satan's meant for evil, God is going to use it for good. Do you receive that? So last week we talked about the first prophecy in the book of the church world rediscovering a Jewish Jesus. And let me just read this to you real quick. Revelation chapter 22, 16. It says, I, Jesus, have set my angel to testify to you these things in the church. I am, Jesus is saying, I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. Now, one of the questions I brought up in the book is, and because I've used this in research, I said, if you were to ask uh, the normal person what religion was Jesus, they would say he was, he was uh, Christian. Or if you look at a picture of Jesus, he's blonde-haired, blue-eyed, wearing a long white Roman robe. And the reality of it is, the Bible tells us very plainly that one of the very last signs of the coming of the Messiah will be a re-recognizing the Jewishness of Jesus, that Jesus was born a Jew, Jesus lived as a Jew, Jesus ate as a Jew, Jesus worshipped as a Jew, Jesus was buried as a Jew, Jesus was resurrected as a Jew. And so to us who are sitting in this building or to our partners around the world, that doesn't seem like a big deal saying Jesus was Jewish. But do you know there's, a, there's actually a movement in some churches to say Jesus was not Jewish? We've been wrong all along that Jesus was a Palestinian, but the Bible says in the last days, the eyes of the Gentiles will be open and we'll begin to understand things that we have never understood before. And so this revisiting 
the Jewishness of Jesus that we had in the early reign is what's going to launch the latter reign because it's the truth we understand that will set us free. Can I have an amen? Amen. So to us, that doesn't seem like a big deal. But to I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, you know what, I never thought of that. And I'm thinking, you never thought of that? You never thought of Jesus being Jewish? No, I never thought. Well, where do you think he came from? He came from Israel. He came from Jerusalem. He came from Cana of Galilee. And so... To us, that's a light thing, but to the world, it is a sign of the coming of the Messiah. Jesus was a Jew. Can I have an amen on that? The second thing is that in order to receive the blessing, we have to first break the curse. We talked about the tares rising up. God has a great harvest for us. It's a harvest that is exceedingly abundantly above anything we can ask or think spiritually and financially there's without a doubt this is coming without a doubt god says in the last days i will pour out my spirit we read in the book of acts where peter stood on the on the temple mount steps i've stood on those very steps some of the steps at the temple mount have been replaced but there are original steps that jesus would have walked up on that that peter stood on and said this is that which was spoken by the prophet joel in the last days i will pour out my spirit and of course we know bible prophecy he says there's a early rain and there's a latter rain the early rain seals the blessing the latter rain brings in the harvest and the abundance when we see the outpouring of god's spirit with signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the spirit and prophecy and word of wisdom and word of knowledge and healing The world will know the God we serve, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the God on the throne. And the only way we can get to him is through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Can I have an amen? Listen to what the word of God says in Genesis. God says, this is the first place in all the Bible. This is the first place. This is the avos. This is the avot. This is the father. This is what births all the rest of the blessings. Listen to the word of God. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. Speaking of Israel. And you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. The first thing in order to prepare for the harvest of great blessing, I I want you to hear the word. I will pour out my spirit. We've seen in the church, we've seen pockets of healings and pockets of miracles and pockets of the Holy Spirit. But in the last days, God is going to combine all of them together and not just sprinkle out a season of healings and a season of miracles and a season of the supernatural and a season of the anointing of the spirit. But God will bring them all together and pour them out on us. But before we receive that blessing, we've got to break the curse. We've got to 
quit cursing Israel for 1,700 years. The church has blamed Israel for killing Jesus. But Jesus said, no man takes my life. I give it freely. He he was on a mission to die for my sin and to die for your sin. Yes, there was Rome involved with it. Yes, there was four or five Jews that were involved with it. But remember, the multitude... The multitude, the great crowds, the large crowds followed him shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. And it will happen again when we break that curse, we'll walk in that blessing. The third thing we want to look at is today's message. This is probably the greatest sign of all of them that we are living in the last days. This is probably the number one sign. As a matter of fact, God said through the prophet Isaiah, he said, it will be a banner, a flag. It will be a flag to the nations of the world. I want you to think about a a, a flag or a banner that will get the nations. And when you hear the word nation in the Bible, he's talking about Gentiles. He's talking about the church. How many have ever been to a Dallas Cowboy football game and when they kick a field goal, those guys come out with these giant flags and they run, they got cowboy hats on and they run and they wave these flags. God says this flag will be so big, it will be a, a banner, a signal, a wake up call to the nations, the Gentiles of the world. And that wake up call is Israel becoming a nation. This is the greatest flag that God could wave before us. We're talking about this, but look what the prophet Hosea said. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first fruits of the fig tree. Now, Jesus takes this theme and he speaks to us in Matthew chapter 24, 32. The fig tree is the nation of Israel. The grapes are the people. The fig tree is the nation of Israel. Look what Jesus says in Matthew 24, 32. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. Now Jesus isn't just making a statement. He's saying, I want you to learn this. I want you to see what I'm saying here. Learn this. You have to learn the alphabet before you can spell. You have to learn to count before you can do math. Learn this. This is so important. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When its branches have already become tender and put forth its leaves, you know the summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the door. Assuredly, I say to you, This generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will by no means pass away. Now, Jesus is saying something here. He's not talking about, obviously, his first coming. He's obviously talking about his second coming, because the Bible tells us, the prophet Isaiah tells us, he said, who has heard of such a thing? 
Who has even heard of such a bizarre thing? Can a nation be born in one day? Now I want you to stop and think about the words of the prophet. He said, when you see this happen, not a generation will go. You look at what's happened since I wrote this book and the acceleration of preparation of Bible prophecy. You know, when the rapture takes place, I'm going. How many are going with me? If you think it's crazy on the streets now, can you imagine what it'll be like when all holiness is gone? When all goodness is gone and there's no restraint? You don't want to be here. If I'd have known what was happening now, I'd have said God is preparing also to make sure you and I don't miss the rapture. We want to make that rapture. And God says, heaven may pass away, earth may pass away, but he says, my word will not pass away. One generation, Israel became a nation. In one day, I've stood on the balcony in Jerusalem where they announced to the, to the world, Israel now is a nation. It is a miracle that the world has never, ever, ever seen before. Nations were founded. We founded America. Uh, Other countries were founded. But never has a nation been lost and then reborn exactly the way God said it would happen. It's never happened. This is where replacement theology was born. Replacement theology has, is the biggest lie the church world has ever taught. And what it is in simplicity is that we are the new Israel. God is done with the Jewish people. They rejected Jesus. God's done with them, and that is a lie. Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles, gave us a warning. Back in the times of Jesus, he said to the church, don't you get caught up. You are not the root. The church is not the root. We are Gentiles, the wild branch that has been grafted in. And why is that important? Because once we realize we're, we need to be regrafted into the root, that's where the harvest is going to come from. But let me explain to you replacement theology and where that came from. Read with me in the book of Ezekiel chapter 37, starting with verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord, set me down in the midst of a valley, and it was full of bones. Now, the New Testament has been changed through interpretation and translation over the years. But the Old Testament, because it wasn't written by church fathers from Hebrew to Latin to Greek, etc., the Old Testament comes back from the time of Moses. They wrote it down, and basically, most of the Old Testament has never been changed because we have records of it. It's not somebody passing it on. We have records of it. And in the understanding of the Bible, words and sentences are put in there for a reason to teach us something, to specifically say something. So in that, read with me again. 
The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones, full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. So at first look, they were just bones, but then God tells us something specific He says they weren't just bones, they were very dry bones. Very dry bones. I'll explain that in a minute. He said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord God, you know. The Lord says to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel's going, this is a trick question, isn't it? (laughs) Lord, you know. He's saying something to us that I believe is very profound. He's saying, God, I don't know where you're going with this. In the natural, no, they can't live. But you can do anything. In the natural, it looks bad. But you are almighty God. Amen? And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord... God, you know, and again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinew on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live, then you shall know that I am the Lord. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God. And we'll send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-847-4588 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 1-800-847-4588 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, seven living prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support and tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.